and welcome to the biggest podcast come down in the history of podcasts. It's episode 501, the one after 501, as the Beatles didn't sing, but good of. I am joined, me being Adam Cook, by Chris Hyde. Hello. It's Hello, mate. It's like that feeling, isn't it? Like just after Christmas and you're like, I've got to wait another year for to, to have that again. It's just like, oh, yeah. Or like when you come back off holiday and you're like, oh, or whatever, you know, so just... Ugh. But yeah. no, I'm happy to be no. here. Thrilled. Yeah, no, you sound, you sound you sound really happy. Yeah, I'm thrilled. Okay. Yeah. So, what about you, Lyle? Are you happy to be here, or are you thrilled to be here, Lyle? I am thrilled, and I'm thrilled that Christmas does not come once a year because Christmas is a three-month period, and Christmas has begun now. Festive fuckers, here we go. Five oh one. We we don't want to stop the celebrating. We've moved on from. We've moved on from, you know, the biggest podcast celebration in the history of podca- the podcast medium to uh, Christmas, because that's the only thing that can really help that horrible come down. As you I, I mean, what I, would, what I would say, I mean, I think it's glorious. What I would say, if people, I mean, it's going to be crap if you're not watching on video, because Lyle's decorated his you background should, with yeah. Christmas decks. Yeah. Uh, what I think, I mean, I'd lay a challenge down now in October and say, Lyle, I think you should add one thing Christmassy to every week. Ooh, that's a good idea, but my God, is that going to be difficult? I mean, am I suddenly going to get text messages like, can we have uh, the week off the pod this week, actually? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Um, Christmas decorations. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I will say, I didn't notice, because obviously in terms of, if you're not watching the video, and and I know some people don't like watching video podcasts, and that's fine, but just go to watch this one just briefly, and then go back to your audio just to see Lyle's situational sort of Christmasness. And... Also, what I haven't I noticed, noticed it's a shirt. That's exactly what I was about to say. Oh because, I was, because I'm looking at everyone in smaller windows because I'm sort of producing the podcast live. It wasn't until I switched to Lyle like this in full screen mode that although he's not speaking right now, so it might be odd if you just tuned in, he's got a Christmas shirt on as well, which is that's And also, superb. do you know what the Kirby picture kind of goes? It does. The the star on the tree is it, it's yeah. kind of like Kirby's riding it almost. Yeah. It's thematic. Yeah. It, it works pretty well. Yeah, I, mean, I, was, I, I was happy with that. I will say I worry there are going to be people who are furious with us right now for even saying the C oh, word. So. Um, yeah. yeah. But let's talk about some games. Um, let's talk about some games that came out this year, but, but Chris and I both platinumed. And Lyle has just started, I believe, on, on the Steam Deck. Um, before we get into it, Chris, how are you feeling knowing what he's about to talk about? I'm, I'm, I mean, as always, Sorry, I'm Chris, I do have to just interrupt you there. You're an absolute prick. <laughs> I, do you know what? I saw the super chat from Mick where he says interrupt. And like, why don't, you, why like, don't you read I, the super chat out so you can sort of, you know... You, so you, so you Mick's, Mick's, Mick's gave us, given us a super chat saying, interrupt Chris... Making up for missing episode 500 last week. Elden is better than Snap. He means Pokemon Snap, which I think we all agree with. Lyle's shirt is Ace, which we also all agree with. What, what do you um, actually yeah, think, it. though? Yeah, what do you I, actually was, think he's going to say here? What do you think I, Lyle I, is going to... No, I was just... Sorry, just to go back a second. I was okay, like, so I, you wonder I, when I was going to... Just Yeah. No, what was worse, I read it, like, because you were in the middle of talking about Lyle's shirt saw the super chat come up and i was like oh for fuck's sake fine and then it instantly left my brain like i'd like like <laughs> instantly forgot it existed in reality and so then when you interrupted me i was surprised and annoyed i was like 
I, I wondered if you thought how can actually play do this? like that because <laughs> he sort of he sort of dropped the super chat right when I was in the kind of spiel to introduce what Lyle was going to talk about. So it yeah. was I'd be honest with you, it was a challenge. But I will before we we will talk about Elden Ring, which is what we're here to do. I'm really worried though because like mm. I always whenever he starts talking, I get a bit worried. <laughs> what about anything As, ever? Yeah, <laughs> just in general. Yeah, so yeah. That when he's talking about a game that that I think is going to let's just say feature reasonably heavily in our game of the year conversations given what he thinks about other games that have also featured heavily in previous years game of the years it always makes mm. me nervous well but i, mean, I suppose that... it's interesting and entertaining so go for it lyle <laughs> but this isn't breath of the lyle the patreon only podcast available via patreon.com slash god as a geek for one pound or one dollar a month it's the god as a geek podcast um so lyle so I'll, I'll bring some of that energy to the main podcast is what you no said no new film sure Okay, well, I'll, I'm going to be very nice about Elden Ring for a while, and then I'm going to sort of change it up a little bit just to make things interesting. Uh, I I have very, very little experience with, you know, any FromSoft Souls genre games, I suppose I'll, I'll call them. Um, so this, this is fairly new to me. I, I think I played more Bloodborne than I currently have Elden Ring, but that's not a huge statement, really. Um, and I will say that I'm not sure that it clicks with me just yet. Um, there are things where I understand that it's cool. I think boss fights in general are very good i think there it's interesting how like tense it is how much like you have to really figure out when you're going to attack stuff like that um like the the pacing of like maybe try and get a little bit of damage in here and then fucking leg it for a long time which seems to be how i beat most bosses in this game um it's like it's not really like a lot of other games i can see why people would appreciate it um the things that I... I also like exploring the world. I think the world's pretty cool. There, there is a lot of little crevices you can go in or, like, caves that you could easily miss and stuff like that. There's a little bit, like... You, there, you very much don't need to be going towards the critical path at any point. And I, I'm finding that very interesting because there's almost always something to find if you just go to a little nook on the map. It's, it is jam-fucking-packed with shit to do. And that's cool. Um, I would say that... Here we go the amount of shit that they don't think they need to explain to me has been getting old pretty quickly. I've basically decided in this game that I am, I'm putting on my most critical cap and I'm saying, I'm not going to read anything on the internet while I play it. I'm not looking up how to do things. Like it, it's a game. It should tell me how to do that. So like, I've got things that I've tried to equip that are supposed to summon things. And I've heard people talk about them before on podcasts. But anytime I try to do it, my character just sort of like fiddles about with his hands and then stands still for a minute. And I'm like, great, <laughs> thanks, game. Really fucking nailing this one, aren't you? Um, I, I have been expected to put stat points into a build and I'm doing that wrong. I can tell you that right now. I keep finding weapons that are sort of saying like, oh, it'd be good if you use this if you'd been leveling up your dexterity quite a bit alongside it. And it's like, well, I haven't been. So I'm just sort of flailing around with a sword I found that I thought was quite good. Um, I'm hoping at some point I find a weapon that maybe scales with my faith because I have, I am a faith character, I think, or at least a decent amount of faith. How, how far think, in are you? Uh, I am about like what's the 
what uh, how the hell do you I can't even say what it? boss because well, I was going to yeah, say what, what major boss is the last boss you fought I think because I mean uh, I think I'm about I'm a about boss with a cutscene I guess that, that's yeah it. I'm a, see I'm about seven eight hours in currently so I'm not okay. so you might not like have I, faced the you might not have boss, yeah. yeah okay I, I I think I faced a proper boss lost and then decided to never go back there so was, that's currently was it in a I castle. Am. It was. It was at the okay. castle. Yeah. So, okay. Fine. So yeah, that, that, I think that yeah. from Mess what of I limbs. can tell, yeah, from what I can tell, that is the first mm. big proper boss. And I fought mm -hmm. it once, and I was like, I think I took off like a good third of its health, and thought that's not bad. Maybe I could go back there in a bit, but decided I'd go and do other things. Um, I really do like the boss fights. Really do deserve a good mention because, like, even these early, like, if you go in a cave and fight a boss, it's really <laughs> tense. Breaking news. From soft bosses are good. <laughs> From soft bosses are good, Sorry, everybody. I didn't mean to interrupt, yeah. but it's just the idea Hang of on. Lyle coming press. on here like mansplaining From Software bosses. <laughs> what's almost like it's, I don't know. I should write something on the yeah. site about this. <laughs> and, and in case you didn't know, they've got health bars, and when you yeah. deplete them, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. no, they are. They're, they are quality. Dexterity. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, that, at least I understood the part about the stat points and where they're supposed to go. I just oh, you've done well. I think, yeah, right. I think you've done quite yeah. well. Like, I think um, it's I've never thought about this game in terms of what if you'd never played a Souls game before, never. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it is one of those things, isn't it? Like, it, it's it's a it's a fucking bold approach to Google nothing. Because like I'm coming in from this, obviously went to Elden Ring, having played all of the Souls games and stuff, mm. and all of the stuff that exists in those games, like attribute scaling and all that sort of stuff where you're just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But, but I, like, don't, and I, just, I, don't I was even talking to you bad. about it. And it's is like... it? Like, is it, do you really think there's this bad? Because like, the, the one that stands out for me, and it's the only time I think I've ever had to contact like the developer was when I was reviewing Dark Souls 3. And in Dark Souls 3, there is a doll you have to get, right? To progress through the game. Like it is a blocker. If you don't get the doll, you can't yeah. get... It's, it's the place that looks quite bloodborne that you have to access. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somehow that... To get the doll, there's a whole area behind another boss that I thought was optional, and I just hadn't seen this area. Like I didn't know this yeah. area existed, and it was only when the dev replied, like saying, "Oh, you have to go here," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, sorry. Where's that then?" Because the game has not led me that way, and they said it. And I was like, "Fuck." Well, I don't think this is. Is it? Maybe. Maybe I am. Just maybe I've got Stockholm syndrome with with FromSoft. I didn't because I did play this pre-release, and I didn't. I don't remember no, anything I think, that I think, obtuse. I, I, I think, uh, I mean, what I would say is without without Googling it being your first, I guess you play, said play Bloodborne, right? But if it being your first from, if I my if I was playing Dark Souls without Google, it would be a slog. Because yeah, but I kind of now want to see Lyle try and access the Bloodborne DLC without Googling it. Oh, of of course, you remember like, that? I, I, remember I agree how that with works. You. I do. I completely agree with you, and you'll miss out loads of quest lines in Elden to, Ring. And... In fact, that is one I'm pretty sure the PR had to say. And by the way, this is how you access it, because I just have I just have this wonderful image of every us included, every games media out out there playing Bloodborne and going like, I don't, I you know, sixty hours of just searching for the access yeah. to the DLC, and then when you find it and it's as balls hard as it is, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, no, it's it's fair. Like, there's no one's gonna sit here and defend from software games having an accessibility issue. I don't think. And I think, um, what's shit? What's that game Mick just reviewed? Steel Rising. 
mm. that's got a lot of accessibility stuff and like a compass that can direct you where to go for an objective marker. You're like, what? I'm not going to defend yeah. that. Like he's not, you know, he's, like you say, it's fucking bold to not. We will talk about this. We've talked about this yes. already with Elden Ring, and we will talk about it again at Game of the Year in terms of there's a difference between difficulty and accessibility and storytelling and not telling you anything yeah. and 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 when when they don't meet in the middle or meet yeah. halfway it can change and even ruin people's experience of it so it's just a really interesting um conversation um yeah because like you were saying there about difficulty and like it really isn't a difficulty issue because i no. like the bosses they're fun they're really hard and they're fucking great challenging like, once again yeah, once again, FromSoft bosses, right, guys? Yeah, um, no, it's, I'm still reeling. But like, yeah, <laughs> but, I know it's a big news, but like, they're they're my favorite part of the game, and the parts of the game that I currently don't appreciate are when I get an item and I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I seem to have loads of stuff that I assume's for crafting. So I guess at some point, maybe oh, I'll learn about crafting. Wait a minute! Wait I don't a minute! No, you may have done what I did in the beta. I wonder if you oh, missed gosh. the first church, the Grace Church. As you step out, you know that there's a tutorial a bit, and then you step out into it's like does the Zelda thing of like, oh look at this beautiful world. There is a grace point you can miss where he sells a crafting thing. There's a guy with a a salesman with a donkey, I think it's a donkey, and he sells a crafting. Looks like Father Christmas. Yeah, have you seen him? Well, I. I don't remember him. I'm not going to lie. I don't That's, remember this I'm guy. not being funny. It, so it, so I will say it does tell you kind of to go that way because it says follow the sort of grey sparkly things. But yeah, I, yeah. I, because I was playing it on the bet, I mean, you've got no excuses what I'm saying. When I was playing it, it was yeah, beta yeah, and I had none of this information and I did just, just miss it. But you you got the horse, right? I do have, I have a horse, yeah. And you... I you, do have you, a horse. See, because if you're saying you, you know, so you're saying you've got things you, you, you sort of... You can't summon. Have you met like a witch who explains that stuff to you? Um, I don't. Oh, I mean, everyone's <laughs> everyone sort of seems the same. No, this like, is like a all... very obvious like grey witch. She sat on a wall. It's the same location as this oh. grace point and this salesman. Who's there's like a there's a there's a place where you can upgrade your weapons there as well. I I know how to upgrade my weapons. Yeah, I do. But that doesn't that. mean you've been there. No, I wonder. I wonder. I don't know. I mean, I might go back to the start now. It feels a bit like I've Googled though, so I might watch out for the guy on the horse. (laughs) Yeah, so where the guy on the horse, the first guy on the horse, that you definitely aren't able to handle at the start. It's near there, very, very near there. And I think actually he's one reason why you can miss it because you're trying to stay away from him. Yeah, because you're like, I'm not going near that dude. Yeah, I think I did that. I'm pretty certain. So, wow. Yeah, Yeah, I I mean, it's totally doable, totally missable. Yeah. Clearly, well, yeah, but, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm gonna keep going. I, I think it's kind of a difficult as well because if there's someone that you're supposed to talk to, like, I don't like talking to people in this game because they all just spout nonsense. Trash, at so, it, yeah. so I've just been walking past most of them, or I'll, I'll talk to them and they'll say something really cryptic, and I'll be like, "Shut up, wander off." But uh, again, and we've talked about this before. The other point is, you don't know if their cryptic message is just random. Um, law fluff, mm-hmm. or like super important to what you need exactly to pay attention to. to. Do. Um, and that's the other thing as well. It's like I don't know if I need to pay attention to this or not, and you can't pay attention to everything. So yeah, yeah, I can't. I've proven that. But 
I'm going to keep video going. of someone getting annihilated by the sentinel. By the, the, the exact horse that we're man on the horse we're talking about. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, join us next episode for further adventures of Lyle in a, a Breath of the Wild like Elden Ring. Yeah, Lyle and Ring. Miss, Lyle missing well, key mechanics two. of a game. Lyle the, um, Ring, there's season two, Rob, sorted. Thomas in the chat says, coming up next, Lyle plays FIFA. I, I would love, so. I would, no, but I would love Lyle's mansplaining of FIFA. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> right, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, let's not, let's not. Let's let's talk about Overwatch 2 a little bit because um, it's out now, sort of, because like, <laughs> no one it? can actually play it. Like at the time we're recording this, um, I actually just had a quick go because I wanted to try it on Switch just to see, you know, kind of the how it looked and it was like there was a queue of 200 in front of me and it just didn't move and I was like I'm going to go and play other things that I can be playing right now not queuing simulator um I'm not going to lie I expected this this is kind of standard of blizzard at this point yeah like they've had they had network issues with um Diablo 2 resurrected or th yeah, 2 resurrected and yeah. like they, they always have network problems they don't you know I guess I, 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 I guess they do it on the cheap and don't have enough servers I don't know but like I've actually only had trouble getting in for Overwatch 2 in the evenings like when I when I've when I've tried to play it during the day it's actually been fine apart from today on Switch I must admit but it was late late afternoon so maybe people are getting in early from work or something I don't know it's really difficult to, to sort of avoid the elephant in the room because I still maintain what I said in the review that when you actually just play it, it's amazing. Like it's just terrific fun. It's uh, you know, Lyle, you can you can jump in at any point, obviously, mate. But like you, you you didn't play Overwatch, I don't think, and you you've you've had some fun with Torbjorn and and like it's just it's quite an accessible shooter, and that you you know it doesn't have a hundred buttons to you know you you haven't got to worry about sprinting either the character's quick or slow or medium you know you you've kind of got the triggers the bumpers and a jump button and that's and reload if you want but i mean you know it's not it's not actually that complex of a game to play yeah yeah kind of half agree with that yeah i, I, I mean the physical aspect of play yeah, i don't mean the actual understanding it. of what's going on yeah, the physical aspect of, like, you have this character, these buttons do this, you figure mm. that out pretty quickly. But when you jump into a game uh, after, you know, you've done, like, the tutorial and maybe messed about in a training mode for, like, ten minutes, yes. and every character is someone you don't have a fucking clue what they're yes. doing, and suddenly they start flying and raining rockets down on you, and you're like, oh, God, what am I doing? And you just get killed. Like, mm. you, it's going to take a lot of learning for someone like me who hasn't played the first Overwatch to, like, what the fuck's this character? What's mm. happening? Why am I dying instantly to this, this, this? But, like, in terms of jumping in as as my boy Torb and placing turrets and just, like, letting the turret do all the fucking hard work and having, you know, fun in these multiplayer matches, actually getting... having fairly decent results currently. Like, there's enough noob enough players that I'm not just getting battered over and over and over again like it feels fairly evenly matched most games i play uh and yeah that core that core gameplay and like using all your abilities at the right time and stuff is it's a hell of a lot of fun like it's hard for me to say things as to like no no that's that's fair. over the first game cause, but you, but you see know. that's that, that's one of the things as well though is that a lot of people are out there being really funny and calling it overwatch 2.0 and being all real you know really clever and, and sort of you know hardcore funny um, but the thing is is a lot of those people are playing it 
as a sequel to a game they played a lot of time as. Now, what I found quite interesting is that because obviously I had played the first one a lot, um, there was no so no onboarding, so to speak, of for Overwatch Two because it knows I don't need it. I've unlocked all this shit, blah blah blah. I've got the battle pass. Um, what's interesting is if you have never played it before, you have to unlock heroes and stuff, don't you? Um, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that until Chris White was playing it for sort of some of the guides and stuff, which you can you can see on on GodIsAGeek.com, especially if you want to find out how to unlock them all. Um, but I found that really interesting because, of course, if you were to just be presented with, I, I couldn't even tell you offhand how many characters there are. Um, mm-hmm fucking loads of loads them. yeah off the bat you would be like because do you know what even i get it sometimes when I, if if two people have picked like a support which is which is where i usually go and i've got to pick an assault character i do sort of i'm like oh uh shit uh uh because i'm there's, there's a lot of choice and it's been a while for me um so i do think the onboarding is decent but it is and kieran in, in the live chat says it's it's not so much technical abilities it's game sense and character knowledge and that's where mm, i think what 100%. really helps with this game is playing with your friends because, for example, the the other end of that, of what you had, I had this sort of similar experience when it was now live with the public, but the other end of it. So I was playing games as Baptiste, and I got the impression that people didn't know that character. I mean, they couldn't be him because I was him, but I got the feeling they just didn't understand what I was doing. So, like, he has a move where you can throw down an invincibility field. Now, it doesn't last long, but if you're pushing something hard, or all your characters are together... Chucking down a little orb where you can be all invincible just for a brief amount of time is a massive, massive bonus because you can really charge and kill people. But I would be throwing that down and they'd just be ignoring it and running in opposite directions. It's like, but the, the thing we're pushing, it's on the thing we're pushing. Like, just just stay on it. And, and they can't, it won't last long, but it will last long enough. And I was like, maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. I'm probably shit. I'm out of practice. He's also, his ultimate, it puts up like a big force, like a field. Like a, you can visibly see, like a, it looks like a shield, but it's not. It's a screen, mm. and there, then shooting through that that, that shield, that screen, amp- amplifies everything. So if you stick that down and your team of five stand behind it, and everyone fires through it, it's like the bullets. I think it's doubled. So it's like double. Everything's doubled. So again, the combination play here. But I, did everyone just ran through it? <laughs> it's like yeah. Okay, so so now I can shoot my heel gun. And heal you quicker because I'm shooting through it, and then I can I can pepper them a little bit and do some damage. But you're all the other side of it now, and if you stayed this side of it, we could sh- all shoot through it. I could still heal you; you still get shot, but I can still heal you, and you can do double damage. And it's like it, this happened repeatedly. And then in, in one match I played, there's a character called Sombra who's been buffed in a way that so she can go invisible. And she can hack you, and hacking you basically amplifies again amplifies damage to you, and it also temporarily removes um, abilities. So, say you did have a, like a get out of dodge ability when that sort of thing happens, you can't use it temporarily because she's hacked you. Now, this Sombra absolutely could see that I was not controlling the game, but being a good support player and keeping people alive, dropping the the ult, dropping the the, the invincibility field to push us forward. So, this Sombra would just go invincible, invincible, and just wait for me, like literally camp wherever the you know they could see me coming from there's no way around it i was trying to you can do like as baptiste you can do like a big jump and i couldn't get away from it i just couldn't get and there was times where it's like i don't want to change character because i am doing a lot of healing when i get to you and i'm doing damage as well but unless someone who's like tanky or an assault comes and helps me get to the fucking point this sombra can now hack you whilst they're invisible now it reveals their position but of course it's too late because they're already hacking you it's a quick ability whereas before um i don't think they could do that 
and it's the way it's done now is that like I was just getting mullered by this character to the point where it's like I'm gonna have to change. And unfortunately, I had gone roll queue, which is a mode where you you know you literally queue to you say I want to be a healer support. I'm queuing up to be a support. It's not just qu- it's quick play, but it's like you are queuing for a role. So it was really no- I I was kind of stuck because it's like there's no real support heal. There's no support character I can really shift to that's gonna counter what Sombra was doing to me. I need someone else to help me here. And now if we're playing that, I just tell you guys that. Mm-hmm. And we just deal with it. And we it deal with it together. Maybe. We progress together. And that's nothing new. Like that, that's, that's multiplayer games, isn't it, really? They're always better playing with people you, you like. Um, but I do think Overwatch is one of those that like it really dramatically improves when you're with friends. Or or a group who are communicating and, and and understand a bit of you know even if there's just one guy on the team who can go. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know the meta these days. But like whoever the counter somber is, probably like a I don't know a junk rat or something like that or a roadhog. But like they can say, okay, I'll sort that out. Let's get you back in and healing and invincibling us up and stuff. Um, so I get it. But on the other hand, that's why I kind of love this game, if that makes sense. Like I love the, I love the team composition stuff, and it, and it actually, now it's out in the wild, and I can play it whenever I want. Well, in theory, I can play it whenever I want. Um, I will say also that um, the the shift to five v five really has changed the way support roles are, because what you now get is you you not, you haven't got the kind of double tank protection you'd often have in six v six in Overwatch one, and you also so far, again, maybe it's because I'm playing during the day when I can actually get matches to work, but you don't have the guarantee of like two support classes. And you're like, I've played a few matches now uh, where I've been the only support. And I think you can get away with it because there's only four, not five people to heal. But whereas it was six v six, you you could almost guarantee you'd kind of have two 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 and two. You know what I mean? Like two tanks. Two. Mm. Whereas now I am quite often either the only support character or the other support person is Kiriko, the new character who you can absolutely tell they are just really wanting to try out this new character, which causes problems of its own. If you know what I mean, because like they're trying to yeah. get good. Um, so it really has changed the dynamic, and you you do have to you do have to play support differently. Um, but I just I love it, man. I, I I just I get I get all the complaints. Like the thing I the thing I didn't address last week, which I, I definitely can now, is that what was concerning me the most is that there were in store characters skins that you could only pay money for. Now this isn't new. Fortnite does this. I don't like it there either, if I'm honest with you. But the sort of the rapidity that um that the skins come out in Fortnite, I feel like it's maybe less of an issue. But with with Overwatch and also because I think Overwatch is possibly a more hardcore of an audience, if that makes sense. Whereas Fortnite, we all know that everyone can play Fortnite and does, and it's the age range is, you know, it's broad as it is long. Uh, in this, I had my currency from Overwatch. I had my uh, new currency from the um, Overwatch Two. I had two thousand Overwatch coins. All the currencies you got, and then I saw this skin when I was looking at Doomfist, and it was like. Oh, that's a nice skin, and my son's a big Doomfist player, and he was there looking at it as well. He's like, "That, that's that's great. How do you get that?" So you click it, and it says "Buy from shop." And I'm like, "Well, no, surely you just unlock the coins." No, you go to the shop, and it's four pound twenty nine, thirty nine. Forget which now, and it comes with the skin, and I think four hundred Overwatch coins. And I was like, "So you're telling me this really cool looking skin? The only way I can get that is by dropping cash." 
into your pocket, Blizzard. Now, I, I understand that you've got to make money somehow, but if I've bought, let's say, 2,000 Overwatch coins, you're now telling me I can't spend them on a skin. And I feel like I'm if I'm spending money on coins, that's the same thing, isn't it? Like, I'm giving you money... So, I don't, I don't like it. Like I say, they're not the only people that do it. Fortnite does it. Most games with battle passes do it in some way or another. But it just feels really kind of icky because there are so many other skins you just unlock in the battle pass or you spend your coins on. And it's like even now, where where you're you're sort of getting coins by paying for them. There are there are like a traditional free to play currency now like you 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 buy like whether it's going back to the old days of mobile games where it's like 79p for some coins just to make your game quicker you know you're buying these coins but you can't spend them on the one thing you want but you can spend them on these 10 things but not that one you want if you want that one sorry i know you just spent I don't know, whatever 7.99 on 2000 coins but you will have to buy another another spend another 4 pound on this skin and then we'll give you 400 more coins which again you can't use on this skin like that just seemed I don't know. Yeah, it's it just, a bit. It is a bit icky, isn't it? It just like if dirty business. If you, if you have like, if you have a currency that you have paid real money for, you'd like yes. to think that you could spend it on any of the things that require you to pay real, real money for it. And I, I get a lot of games do it. And I mean, look, the, the, the thing, only but... reason for this is to cheek people out of extra money. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Isn't it? That's and the only the... reason is for someone is to literally catch the person who goes, oh, I want to support... Because I would genuinely buy the Battle Pass for this game every month or every season because I love it, and I want to give them some money to support the game that they give me so many hours for. But if you're now telling me that I can spend that X amount... Of... Like with FIFA, for example, let's, 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 let's really compare this. With FIFA, you have two options. You can earn mm-hmm. coins in-game, which you can then you know sell players, blah, 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 and you can spend those coins on packs. Or you can pay money to EA directly cash for ultimate team points, which is a different currency, which, again, you can spend on the packs. When you go to buy a pack, it will say to you, do you want to use your, I don't know, 7,500 coins, or do you want to use 350 points? Yeah. And if you want it, if you click the points, it will take you to the store to buy points if you don't have them. So you definitely... I can't fucking believe I'm in a situation where I'm saying FIFA does it better. I know. To be honest, I was sitting there going scarily fifa does it better because like, fifa I guess not that, that bad you know what i mean yeah I mean, it's, it, it's weird i think i guess there is one people will buy it yep oh 100%. i guess there's also the thing there is an element that i i'm almost certain to be a factor in this as well people will want it because because it's rarer because it's rarer and it is so if any old person I mean, i'm not a doomfist guy coins, but this is a nice skin man it was a really good one yeah it's a nice skin and People yep. know that not everyone's going to be rocking it because yep. it's cost money. But so then, then what if it shows up in it, three months down the line and is a battle pass thing? Well, then more for the person that's paid it. But that's why those that's one of the reasons Fair. why those things exist because people are prepared to pay for things to look different. Oh, if they weren't prepared to pay for it, this wouldn't exist. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it yeah. is a remarkable thing to sit there and go, of all the sort of dirty business out there, I'm more comfortable with FIFA's method than the fact I mean, you will sell me coins. You know what you're getting. <laughs> no, and that I, I, do you know what? I wouldn't. It wouldn't actually blame. Wouldn't blame Blizzard if they turned around and said, "Look, you moan like fuck about loot boxes. No loot boxes now. If you want the skin, pay yeah, for it." Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Don't, and, and, don't. I, and I hate that we're talking about it. But then, like I say, is no. the fact that no one can get on I, the game at the moment. Feel, it feels weird mm. that there's like 
only certain ways to buy certain things. It that does feel weird. Yes, it. Abs- uh, to be completely clear, if it was pay four pounds twenty nine for this Doom for skin or two thousand coins, yeah, yeah, that's fine. No problems. Yeah, no issues. Yeah, because yeah, I can exactly. I can buy as many coins as I want. I can you know a kid who loves the game can put put their pocket money into coins in the knowledge that no matter what comes to the store they will have the option to do so with saved currency, not extra cash. But you could uh, this is going to sound really like you know, but you can imagine a scenario like say the, in the kid example, the kid's yeah. just going to go to the parents and go, I want this skin. It's four twenty nine. Yeah, and they're just giving it. Shut yeah. Up. <laughs> But yeah. that said, that that's kind of what I didn't talk about last week because I needed the game to be in the wild. Um, Kieran asked how it runs on Switch. I can't tell you because I got in a queue that never moved. So I, will, I, I'm, I am going to do the it. The queue runs well. No, it doesn't. I, it clearly didn't, well, right? It doesn't. No, well, it doesn't. Yeah. I, I will, yeah, I will say, nice. it, 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 if Blizzard are looking for anything, it would be nice. To, the nice thing to do would be to somehow make it so you could at least maybe access pra- practice mode without needing to be queued to get onto the servers. Like may, maybe... Ma- like maybe have like you know i don't know it just you can't literally you can't even go practice versus ai it is like you, the game does nothing it just loads up no. and it, you click a and you queue it will it will ease off like, like i couldn't even go into the character menu to no, try you, and you, learn no. what the abilities nope. are by reading text no, you, or anything you like literally that. can't get past the main menu the first, well not even the main menu you can't even get to no. the main menu without connecting to a server which is good from a kind of dedicated yeah, service perspective bad, but that is terrible if there's a queue that mm. is bad yeah, i didn't yeah, realize cause... that when you said no it, the whole game you... is completely based on you it log is. into the server from the very moment you boot it up yeah um, you get a blizzard it's... splash screen and then a queuing well no, then you get a, a, like overwatch 2 and then you press a to start and then yeah and then once you're in that system while you're waiting yes. for a game you can then go yes. to the practice area yeah. and stuff like that but like if i could have been in that practice area while i was waiting for like about 20 minutes yes, total that would have been great. I was trying to get it work. I would actually know what most of the characters yeah, do. Like, absolutely. I'd have been able to try them out and test them out and stuff. Um, I would, From that character standpoint as well, I would like to say, I mean, I understand the onboarding thing in terms of like locking quite a lot of characters, so there's not so many. Mm. I think they should have locked a lot more. Like, How many are available then like, when you first um, played it? When you first play, there's about like, I think there's about five tanks, five oh. damage. Oh, and, like, I was going to say, I think support. there's about three or four of each class. Okay. That so, seemed like, a, I figured it would be like eight total. Yeah, because no, I think if, if wow. there was less and maybe if there was a way to maybe put people who were didn't have as many characters in the same sort of like baby lobby for a little bit. Or oh, I see. So you were learning. Yeah. So you're so coming like, up against characters you can't even pick. I can, I'm coming up against characters I can't pick. Can you can you I'm, pick them in the practice range, or are they completely locked off? I've not tested. I don't. Think I'd just be curious because so, I was wondering I the don't... same with the with Kiriko, who's like obviously a premium battle pass. I was yeah. curious if people could try her in the practice range before they buy. I would. I'd have to test because I. Okay, I would I mean, be curious because I've, I've barely tested the ones I already have available. <laughs> the actual game, then, yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah, and the actual game. But like, I've had about eight matches now, maybe total. So not a huge amount, obviously, but about as many as. Have you enjoyed it? Us. Like, g- generally speaking, yeah. It. No, that's that's yeah. the important part, isn't and, it? And and I'd be really interested to play it, like you say, with friends who know a bit more about what they're doing and kind of have that experience of working together and understanding how everything works. And so I think there is a lot of potential because at the moment i like it i think it's fun i can tell it's well made i can tell that if i put more time into it i'd enjoy it more Mm. but like i'm kind of at this point where i'm just like 
even when I am getting games, I'm every game something will happen. I don't understand. I definitely run through that shield at some point. The the one you, the wall that you put up, I've run through that like all your teammates. Yeah, but how, how would you know what it is? Because I'm, I'm I want to say not he wouldn't be unlocked for you yet. Actually, no, he's not. No, no he's there not you go. So how on earth so could like, you know that what that is without someone saying like, to you, Lyle, if you yeah, shoot yeah. through this? you'll get double damage or, or 40% mm, totally. damage. With and, and if there were like maybe, you know, eight characters total from the start and you were playing against people who were similar and then as you sort of unlocked more characters, they maybe like, because it was sort of a slow enough system almost that you would like be interested, would actively check them out and then you'd learn them. It feels like you would get a lot more of what's going on. Whereas at the moment, I'm in a pool of like 30 different characters, most of which I can't play. Yeah. Uh, and things are happening and I'm like, well, I don't know what that is. I'm like, there's, I can't just go to the menu and read the description of every move of every character without. Even you know what you can do. You know what mm -hmm. you can do though, Chris. What could he do? He could go to godisageek.com and look at the extensive list of guides and helpful tips and tricks that we have for Overwatch Two, which will cater to all of your Overwatch Two needs. And to those wondering, yes, Chris is available for advertising and voiceover work. Uh, let's let's move on a bit because I think I feel like Overwatch Two is going to be a game we sort of dip in and out of quite a bit. Like I would genuinely yeah. be intrigued as to how you feel about it if you get a chance to play it between now and next week. I'd like to hear across Chris thinks of because the support class. I'm just like me and Chris as a support. It's fucking dream. It's the dream. <laughs> he's he's mercy or or, or someone like that. Yeah, but that's the other thing is like you know you get your tank. Do you know you what? Him, it's, you know, it's, it's it's interesting. I, I was because um, I was Chris obviously did a load of work from the guides for the stuff mm -hmm. I just plugged. Um, for the site, and I was flowing down. I was like, "Yeah, I think I'd probably be that Mercy character. She's looks, yeah, she looks pretty great. amazing." Yeah, yeah. Um, like, and I was just like, "Oh God, don't!" I was like, "I don't not want to get sucked in because this type of game yeah. seems like on paper it should be my ideal type it of game. Very much a, a co-op, yeah, online co-op type player. Like, I wouldn't play Call of Duty on my own. No. The only time I ever play Call of Duty on my own is if I'm waiting for my friends to come online and I know that that's the session that's going to happen that's what and we'll be talking yeah, yeah, and yeah. communicating and everything and be playing a co-op objective, right? It's We never play free for it. It's almost like domination or something, right? So this to me, and, and, and I could be a healer class, oh my God, right? <laughs> Sign me up, right? It's like, mm. it's, it should be the thing that I, I love. I, I I, I do need to try it out. There's we'll play no it. Excuse. We'll play it. Yeah. We'll play it together. We'll, we'll, we'll get a game going. Um, before we move into listener correspondence this week, I do want to give. I've no footage to show you. I just want to give it a brief shout out because near automata, automata, automatos. Near the one that isn't replicant is out now on Switch. I reviewed it. Gave it a nine out of ten. Oh, that game! Like, just... but you know what? I was I was reading reading your review and I was just like, it was just reminded me because obviously I played replicant and that was good, but. This is better. Automata yeah. is just, it is proper, like, yeah. People should play it. If you've not played it, that, that's it. Yeah. You've I mean, got that's. To play it. And for crying out loud, the credits aren't the end. Please, people. <laughs> yeah. Keep, keep playing it after keep playing. the credits. Yeah. I mean, the, um, the, yeah. the long and the short of it is, and we'll move on very quickly, but the long and the short of it is, this isn't the best version of the game. I can't even say it's the best handheld version because the Steam Deck exists now. I will say, if you've never played it, having this on the OLED, running at 30 frames per second. Yep, there's a Steam Deck, Lyle. Yep, that's one of them. Um, <laughs> it is visually a little bit worse for wear in places, but not much. And to be honest, it was never a stunner to begin with. There, It has its moments, the carnival. No, yeah, that's it fair. has its moments. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, you start as a shoot-em-up game. 
Then you're into a sort of Bayonetta-style action game. There's hacking. There's just this game's so inventive and, and clever. It flows so beautifully into all three of those, like you just said. Like, it, oh. oh, it's just magic that game. Like, yeah. it, it's absolute magic. If you've never played it and you don't have a PlayStation or Xbox and you don't have a gaming PC, you do have a Switch, like everyone else in the world has one now. It's a no-brainer. It does run slightly better, worse rather than I said, better than it is. Thirty frames, not sixty, which it was on the PS4. They're very clear about that. Like even in the press release today, that the game is out. I saw even in that press release, it says it runs at 1080p docked, 720 handheld, and 30 frames locked. Like they're very, they're not hiding it. They're very clear no. about it. Do go and play near or To be on it, to be honest, if it means we get this game on Switch, yeah. You know, oh, it's one I won't. It's one it, I won't delete. It's... I won't delete that game from my Switch. No. It'll always be there, just mm. to, just now and again, just to remind myself <sighs> a little bit. It's a cracker. Uh, but great. now it is time for. Hello. Um, yeah, so we've just got a few questions this week, and they're all of the same I don't know, general sort of structure. Style, yeah, structure. Yeah, style, yeah. structure, um, which will become very apparent as I read them out. Um, so the first one is from Pooh, and he asks, what's the best handheld of all time, and why is it the PS Vita? Well, it's not the PS Vita. It's not, is it? Is it? Well, no. No, it isn't. <laughs> so Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's not. It, I will say the PS Vita, fantastic bit it's, of kit. It is lovely. It's a lovely, lovely bit of hardware, but it has. I'd say it has library issues, perhaps. I don't even. I just support think... issue, issues, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, like, I'll always be grateful for, for the MotorStorm game that came there. And I think mm. Uncharted: Golden Abyss was underrated. I think it got wipeout. It, like, yeah. I will. It had a great. I, I will say. I think Sony did support it quite well. In terms mm-hmm. of software, like they didn't just hang out to write. a lot of it was front loaded, but like that Motorstorm yeah. game, like I tried to play that on PS5 via the PS3 streaming because it was a PS3 Ooh. game as well. In, in that one, um, Motorstorm RC wasn't it? Like the best Micro Machines game since Micro Machines. Mm. Um, but I just never seem to get those things working on on, on my net- network for some reason. They always seem to just be mm. laggy. Um, but yeah, that game just magic, and I love the Vita yeah. for that. But it ain't the Vita for me. Um. Sorry. No, we should also mention if we are saying nice things about the Vita, though, that Persona 4 Golden was oh, on the I mean... Vita. And yeah, that's. Uh, I, I love Tearaway as well. I think Tearaway was the first what game I played. What a video game. Vita. What an amazing game. What just I, I, pure joy. I will joy. say there's an argument to be made that the PS Vita has possibly some of the best handheld games ever made on it. I think so. In a world before the Switch existed, because I think that's hybrid console stuff. Um, but like you say, Persona 4 Golden is. We talked about this literally today, Lara, didn't we? We talked about Persona mm-hmm. stuff. I would argue Persona 4 Golden might be the best handheld game ever, if not up there. You know. So, so who's going to be the who's going to be the one to just say what their choice is? It's a hard one to pick, though, isn't it? Like, are, are we, are we writing off the Steam Deck? Are we saying the Steam Deck's too young, too young, and it's like it's. Yeah, I I don't think I'd want to pick the Steam Deck right now because okay. 
it's not been around for ages and it sort of feels like cheating doesn't it let's face it it feels like you're cheating also let's be honest it does have library issues and that you can only really play what's on steam but then is that fair because like you can only play what's on vita on vita you know i mean yeah i think that's sort so. of the same thing and and you can only play what's on steam is like oh you mean a billion yeah, yeah i was gonna say it's like a bit of a weird to, to be clear what i'm saying is like you cannot even though it is a gaming pc you cannot play overwatch 2 on it you cannot play yeah other games that aren't fresh in my mind at the moment on it yeah things like that no no i get that and i think that's it's too soon let's that, just say it's too soon and agree that we soon. have to we be say that yeah. um you mentioned hybrid consoles so are we saying we would count the switch then i don't think we can because okay i think again it's like i just i don't know i just feel it's, I mean, if you think i mean it is probably is the switch isn't it's, it if you count the Switch, it's the Switch, it's the for Switch me, probably, but it's, yeah. it's... I mean, uh, fucking Breath of the Wild, I wasn't, I, Odyssey... I wasn't, what's that? Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, Mario Kart, just, just the launch sort of area. Yeah, like, I, launch I, I think, window, yeah. I don't think you can count the Switch because you can stick the Switch in... And I don't think you can count the Wii U because it's not a handheld console. It's just got a handheld console. No, the device. Wii U isn't a handheld console. No, the Wii U is not a handheld okay, console. Okay, just to be clear. No, but not I don't, um, I don't think you can count the Switch. I don't think you can because, yes, it's a handheld console, it just doesn't feel in the spirit of the question. But if, no. if, if you count the Switch, it's the Switch. Yeah, well, if we're not counting the Switch, I know <coughs> my answer then. And my answer is the original DS is my pick. I agree with you. I was umming and ahhing between three and non-three. Um, yeah. They've merged it's... for me a little. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I was like, two? Because um, I, I was going to go with 3DS, and I was like, no, no, hang on. The DS. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, and I was like, instantly when I read this question, I was like, it's the 3DS. And then I was more thought about it. I was like, no, am I actually thinking that but, it's the but DS? Wait, but wait, you yeah. can play any DS game on a 3DS, can't but, you? But you but can't play Game Boy Advance games on a slot on the, yeah. So, and I think uh, the game. And we all know that had Golden Sun on it. <laughs> it sure did. I had Golden Sun wedged in that slot for about three years, just yeah. in case. <laughs> yep, I mean, so. I think I think the DS also marks the last time I imported a game, something I used to do quite regularly. Mm. Osutaku yeah. Wendan, if that's pronouncing it right. Elite. My exact last import. Elite game. Beat Agents, or as it was called one here. It got a sequel, didn't it? It did. I yeah, what a two game in Japan, that was. just My one God. year. Yeah, like that. And I, th- I got a feeling it was all. I, I mean, I'm going back some now. So, but it was all in Japanese, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But I didn't care. That game was. It doesn't matter, does it? I think I bought it again. Obviously, when it came out in English, but it kind of wasn't the same for me. See, I've played it first in English, so I really <laughs> and then liked it. And then, the Japanese and then imported the because it, it was like, wow. because it was a different game entirely. Like it, it was, wasn't yeah. the same anything. It was just like no. the same mechanics basically. Yeah, it was like yeah, saying yeah. a guitar hero with yeah, different tracks bands, isn't yeah. the same game. Yeah. What a game. But yeah. I mean that, I that almost on its own puts me up there. Yeah up there for me. Yeah. Oh wow we agree. Okay. That was, that was easy. easy. A Game Boy Advance is a good shout, though, I have to say. Yeah, I know. Because I know. this is where my mind went. I literally went, well, it's got to be the 3DS. And then I went DS. And then I was like, oh, I want the Game Boy Advance. And then when you said, oh, you can play Game Boy Advance. Just, it's got the slot in the bottom, hasn't it? You could literally plug it, it, it in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Easy. Okay, doke. The next question then. Nice. Uh, which podcast host is the worst and why is it Lyle? Which I think is a weird question because Lars never hosted the podcast. Well, I think we are all hosts, aren't we? That's the yeah, way I, I look at it. I know question, I say like I'm the host you. at the start because I introduce it and sort of move it along. But you know, nowadays, like there's listener correspondence is your section. 
Mm. So, like, you're hosting that section. You know, Lyle's here every week. I would consider... I guess the spirit ho- of the question that mentions Lyle, it must include him, otherwise... Yeah. But if we want to read it another way, we could say I'm the worst host because I don't host, and I think that's an acceptable. Again, I don't think I it's in the spirit that. of the question, is it? Though, let's be honest. No, but I, I would, um, I, would, I definitely would argue we're all hosts because I wouldn't think of you two as guests. True. If that makes sense, yeah. I would say yeah. no, you, we're you, like, you two are guests, like, aren't guests. You're, like, you're hosts. You're like Stu Barker, and we're like Phil Tufnell and um, Matt Dawson. I, mean, I, I, I would have gone a bit more modern and gone, I'm Romesh Ranganathan and you guys are Mika Richards and Jamie Redknapp. And you can argue the toss over which one of you is Jamie. Oh, um, <laughs> I was, we could go, what, Rob Bryden, David Mitchell yep, and absolutely Lee fine. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, no, I'm fine I with that. We all know I'm David Bryden. Mitchell on that, in that. I think you have to be, yeah, really. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, okay, I then, I need, I need, I'm good. The only way to really answer, I think I have to be withdrawn from the conversation because no, I no, do. No, 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 Everyone has to answer this question. No, no, let me finish. I have to be withdrawn from what I'm about to say. So it's what okay. I mean. I think the only way to really do this is for you two to both have a go at like introducing the podcast. Well, I've oh, already God. introduced it before. Yeah, ah, but that was I like years ago. Before, and He's you know, experience. I get my words wrong, so no. Which is why I thought it would make for a really entertaining podcast. <laughs> but no, fair enough. <laughs> I get confused when you interrupt me, which is the whole reason for the. I don't think you get confused. Jokes. You get annoyed. No, I forget what I'm saying. You have oh. to remind me the points I was making. Have you got like a lot of asbestos in your house then, or something, or like? <laughs> Got, like... I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just not very bright. <laughs> is there a sort of Garth Marenghi style vent that we can't see that's piping like gas into your room yeah, that we can't? Would explain <laughs> a lot, wouldn't it? Well, yeah. So, well, you've right. done, does Lyle want to have a go then, and we can? Oh, just presenting is that my new role? Well, it depends no. what you yeah. mean by presenting. If you mean we... standing up and <laughs> yeah, unzipping, please, yeah. then please don't do that. Presenting on... like as in a cat. Yeah. Then no, please don't. <laughs> okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> You don't have to. I'm not going to make you. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. He wants to. Hello there, and welcome to episode 501 of the God is a Geek podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Carr, and uh, I'm here on Christmas Day, as you can tell, with my lovely co hosts. We've got Chris Hyde. Say hello, Chris. And uh, Adam Cook. Yo, peace out. (laughs) Words to your mother. What a great episode this is going to be. Let's talk about those video games. I'm going to say. Oh, this, you can't answer this question. Someone's going to go home upset. Wait, I've no, I've got the answer. Do you want okay. me to give the answer? Just I say it's me, and I because I don't care, so I'm doing it anyway. No, no I was going to say it's it's Mick Fraser. He's not here. We can all just pick him. Fair, yeah, no, that's fair. It's, it's all right. Oh, man, I'm I'm picking Lyle. Oh no, yeah, oh, okay. I, I knew you were. But then if we've got <laughs> two for Mick and one for me, then it's still all right. It's still Mick, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to still Mick. I'm going to pick me because I'm not going to be upset by oh. it, and. Okay. I'm the one who usually gets so it's that interrupting bloke, and now it's a fucking become a joke in the chat. Um, <laughs> yeah. I will say, by the way, before we move on, Thomas McInnes says Lyle promised me a Magnum PI eyebrow wiggle, and now will be a good time. So Lyle, you're full screen. Okay, yeah, proper so, lean in. So, so I'm going to keep talking. And okay. <laughs> I never want to see that ever again. <laughs> It was, oh, it was quite sinister and horrible, was, really. It was. You need to make a short from that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, can't, I can't say what I want to say because it's probably get us in trouble. But, but yeah, but just it was, it was creepy. 
I mean, oh, if yeah, that isn't made into a yeah, Thomas has just said, just like the GIF, if that's not made into a GIF and on our Discord, which you can get access to via patreon.com slash God is a geek, then I'll be a, um, a Dutchman. We've got any more questions, Chris? Because that's just move away from this. We have. We've got one last question from uh, G Tan Steve. He said, What is the most underrated console and why is it the Wii U? See, now, now the answer is the PS Vita, isn't it? I see. I was going to say the Wii U. I think I agree with Steve. I it's probably the Wii, the Wii U, though, isn't it? It is because, so. like, how many games did they <laughs> port over in the end? It, 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 I think it is. I was umming and ahhing between that because I think the N sixty four gets a bad rap a lot. Mm, true. I think people just remember that and hate it for some. I think reason. the GameCube gets forgotten as well. The, yeah, oh, no, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All Nintendo. Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. No, to be fair, the GameCube does get a bad rap. I think because everyone just went mini mini cds what are you doing um but maybe it is the wii because like i say the amount of games where everyone just went oh this is good and like yeah it was released five years ago but three people bought it but the question the specific word they're underrated a lot of them games were rated well and like i i did a lot a lot of wii u coverage not games and i guess but i like the wii u i never i don't i just no one ever bought it because i think of the name i really do yeah, it's a hard yeah, one though, because no. like, because like you say, no one bought it. it if there's ever a Dreamcast, about, yeah. Mm. But hang on though, yeah, no one bought it, but everyone that did thinks it's amazing. No one, I've or never Dreamcast. heard anyone say the Dreamcast is shit. I've never heard anyone that's played it say that's okay. Shit. No, that's fair. But, but I don't know how many people who played a Wii U said it was shit. I think people yeah. just didn't buy it again, like you were saying. And then I don't know what you pick. What do you pick? And then it has to I be under that, it, so it has I to think, actually be good. I think that's why I go PS Vita. Because like, even now people use that as an emulation machine. Now it's been ever hacked or jailbroken or whatever. Like That, that mm. console just got no love from any direction outside of... A, like we, we loved it, God is a Geek, and a few other sort of sites did. But like generally speaking, that console just didn't get any love. It was underrated and underappreciated. Is, yeah. is, the, is the real answer here um, Stadia? No, I thought you might say Stadia. I was waiting for it. <laughs> now we had the meeting, and you were all told not to mention that ever again on well, this podcast. Sorry, it's like it didn't exist, just as Google Wait, wanted. They paid a lot of money for everyone yeah, to just completely Overwatch wipe one. that from the internet. It's just... Wait, can can he now be the worst host? He mentioned Stadia. Let's let's vote it to be him. I could never vote him worse than anything, Lal. I'm sorry, I just couldn't. Oh. I just couldn't. Well, it would okay. be dishonest, and I'm nothing but an overly honest twat. Um, yeah, for me, I'm going to say that if I'm allowed a handheld and it doesn't say I can't, I'm going to say the, the Vita. Um, the original Vita with that OLED before they cheaped out and made it sort of a mm. cheaper console, but a lot, slightly worse overall. Like that original OLED Vita was just at, at the time, like the gimmickry of it as well was fi- was kind of magical. Like I, I have a vague memory of reviewing Uncharted Lost, no, not Lost Legacy, Uncharted Golden Abyss, and having to do something. Well, I've got we've got wall lights in our lounge, and having to do something with lights for candles or something. Like, I have a vague memory of doing something like that with a camera, the camera on the front, and it had the touch pads on the back, and it was a weird, weird console. It was but it was magic. Weird. It was kind of magic, and like I, I remember the sticks being good, and it just seemed no one gave a shit about that, and like, you know, the Vita Life jokes at the time, and. Mm. I think it was underloved, underrated, and underappreciated. So me, for me, it's a Vita. Okay, I'm going to go for a bit of a weird one then. I'm, I'm, I've decided after thinking about the question longer. The I'm Wonder Swan. To, I'm no, I'm not going to say the Wonder Swan, but, but you know, great pick. I'm going to say 
the Wii. Because everyone, whenever they're talking about the Wii, just thinks about like the shovelware, the waggle, stuff like that. I think, I mean, it gets a lot of good press as well. It changed the world. It did change the world. (laughs) And I agree it changed the world. But I think people, I, I still think people like think of that as being like not a gamer's console, if you know what I mean. People, I don't think people loved a lot of things that the Wii did. And I'm not going to say it got bad reception because it sold billions and was amazing and all that shit. But like, I think I think people could still be nicer to it, so I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say GameCube after thinking about it. I think, um, I think, yeah. I think. Interestingly, when people talk about the Wii, they do talk about like Nintendo was dead, like yeah, everything yeah. Nintendo before it was shite, and it's like no, it fucking wasn't. That GameCube no. was great. Um, um, has the has the library. best has the best intro of of any console. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, GameCube. After thinking about it, um, so yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, so, I think that's yeah. a that's a fine that's, fine choice. That is Brilliant. the end of this week's. Chris Hyde's listener correspondence. Pay the tune. Chris Hyde. Listener correspondence. It's time. It's time. Chris Hyde. Well, Chris, that isn't just the end of listener correspondence. It's the end of the podcast, pretty much. Mm. Bit of a shorter one this week, you know. I mean, not celebrating a massive birthday like we were last time. No, just also, a pair of Levi's. Just a pair of Levi's. Also because we've got like so much we can't talk about. And I'll say no I more know. than that. But um we're in big game season. It's happening, you know, it's, like it's over- cranking up now, isn't it? It's, I mean normally it's normally it's Madden. Normally Madden's the Klaxon, but this year I feel like Overwatch two has been the, the Klaxon and now the games they are just coming and we've got um and hopefully we can have a little look at No Man's Sky on Switch by next week. I'd like to see how that runs because it's kind of, it, it, I'm hoping it does that thing of where a bit like um, when I played Spider Man on um, Steam Deck where you you're like this doesn't how how, and so hopefully, hopefully that's that. I, I genuinely don't 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 know at this point, no. but hopefully we'll have played that by this time next week. I mean, it'll be out, so hopefully. Uh, there's so much else coming, so much exciting stuff down the line. Go to godisageek.com, click on the little thing that says release dates. There's a little button. Just jump straight to now, and you can see it's going to be a busy month. Yeah, just imagine what we might be playing right yeah. now by looking at that list. Yeah. Just think and, about it. And that's not breaking embargo, because we've said nothing. No. No, but we said might be. in your head. Yeah, it could be. could be that we're playing something from December. You don't know. Yeah. I mean, we're not. But I know, could I don't be. think I am. Could be. It's not It's not entirely impossible. But on that note, do go to patreon.com slash godisageek. I'm sorry to keep pimping it, but it does keep the lights on, so to speak. Um, you know, literally that light on behind Lyle, the thing that he's using instead of a radiator, that Christmas tree this this winter, um, mm-hmm. it, it helps us. It goes directly to us. It helps us make sure that, for example, one thing it really helps is the game of the year content because it means that we can make sure that everyone has played everything that they need to have played if anyone's missed anything. It's a great opportunity for us to do that. Um, so go there, find out. There's 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 exclusive stuff there. There's brand new podcasts. There's all sorts of stuff um, that you can only get by being a supporter. Like I said, it's a pound a pound a month. Uh, I don't know. I know times are tough. I've literally been on the phone to both the tax man and the electric company this week, begging them. That's the life of a games journalist. We all know this. But you can help us out for one pound a month or one dollar, whichever is your currency, or one euro, I suppose, whatever. A ruble, it's all the same. These days. It's all the same, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, the space it the bound ain't worth much anyway. But on that note, 
Go to godisageek.com, follow us on social media, TikTok and all that stuff. And as I try desperately to suppress a belch that I have been suppressing for at least 90 seconds, it's only time left to say thank you to Lyle and Chris for being here, as they always are every week. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, listener, for sticking with us, even after the 500th, you know, dies down and relaxes a bit. And I do want to say, if you do watch this in the video and you're on YouTube and you've got the comment section on, go down there and tell me what you think about all this Overwatch nonsense, because I really want to hear what people think of it. Thank you very much, and we will speak to you next week or whenever you choose to listen. Bye-bye for now.